This episode is brought to you by Funnables. Funnables aren't just fruit snacks. Every bite your child takes is fueled to spark their imagination, taking them from a wild unicorn space mission to a deep sea dive into a rainbow river. Funnables are made with 7.1% real fruit puree and are an excellent source of vitamins A, C, and E. So anytime, any place, make snack time playtime with Funnables fruit snacks. Have fun. Eat it too. Visit FunnablesNacks.com to shop now. Welcome to Worlds Collide, the wrestling card podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans. Featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer, I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger and better collection and making some money along the way. What's up, wrestling fans? Worlds Collide, back again. Here we are. Wow. We're going to ruffle some feathers today. We've got a pretty interesting topic. Uh, it's very possible. I think we're getting a little bit more um, controversial in some of our topics sometimes, I think. so. You know what Eric Bischoff says. Controversy creates cash, baby. Well, <laughs> we, hope. we hope. Anyhow, yeah. today's episode. I mean, we, we've already done it before in a couple episodes before where we've actually, you know, it's like, you know what? It's 2022. We've lived through a pandemic. All right. We're, we're just, you know, world's opening up. Things are changing. We're going to war. We're doing this. We're doing all kinds of stuff. We don't care anymore. <laughs> well, and you actually said it. The world is in fact changing. And so is the wrestling card space. Exactly. Because today we're going to talk about some new faces and new leaders in the wrestling card space. As many of you know, credit where credit's due. The two guys that I remember doing this longer than ever, David Peck, Rob England, for years. Absolutely. They've been flying the flag. We would not have wrestling cards where we are now. We wouldn't grading wrestling cards wouldn't be a thing. I mean, yeah, we would have wrestling cards. Sure. But where they're at, as far as like pumping them to a level of, Hey, these are important. These are as important as traditional sports cards. Again, those two guys kicked it off. I did a whole funny video on my YouTube channel, wrestling with cards. You should go check that out on YouTube. If you haven't already Um, with their permission, I, I did a funny kind of uh, thing, put together some of their old pictures and some awesome interview clips. And I did interviews with both of those guys. And they've also been on the this Worlds Collide podcast. We've had them on roundtable episodes. So go back in the archives and check all that stuff out. But those two guys started this. Since then, we both know people that are collecting certain ways, whether it's vintage, whether it's modern, and they've kind of come up through the ranks and we've seen people go different directions. There's also people out there that I know that probably have these massive collections and they're just not talking about it, whether that's because that's just not for them. They don't do social media. Maybe it's that they don't want to be an influencer. You know, we did the influencer episode not too long ago mm-hmm. and they don't want to try to influence a market or influence the way people collect. But I know a few people like that. Yeah, I've, I've tried to request some people to be on a WTC episode to, talk, to interview them and they just, they don't, they don't want to be uh you know out there they don't want to be you know a face they just want to collect and enjoy it and i respect that like i'm not you know i I do appreciate the people who are putting out content which we will talk about some of them today but you know if that's the way you collect and you don't want to be a quote influencer or content creator that's fine you know it, Mm -hmm. it takes all kinds of people to make this hobby work so um let's just get into it we've got some names down that we're going to mention, and I know we're going to miss some because there's a lot of people out there that 
we interact with on a regular basis. But there are certain names I see out there. And these are names or groups of people that I think they have the ability to move markets. I think they're smart. I don't think they're pumping and dumping. I think they legitimately just have passion behind what they do. And they like to voice that opinion. And some people agree with them. Some people disagree with them. But they've become a little bit more important in the grand scheme of the wrestling card space than I think they used to. Um, mm -hmm. Again, going back to Dave and Rob, like those are the wrestling guys. Like I see people on Twitter reach out to them all the time. Hey, I've got this beat up Undertaker card. What do you think of it? You know, stuff like that. But again, the people we're going to talk about today, which don't include me and you, these are other people we want to put on a pedestal. Uh, they're starting to get some traction. I, I, I'd also put in that same category, by the way. You're going to have the Paula Nunn from the Price Guide. You're going to have the Chucksters who, yeah, because of social media now today, have got, are getting uh, a voice and are getting uh, recognized. But these, these are old school collectors, too, that have been around a long time that uh, I, I don't think we really put them in this category we're going to be talking about. Well, I would put you in that same category with WTC. I mean, if you didn't have WTC, half the resources and the information that these collectors were going to talk about, they wouldn't have that information. Yeah. Like, like I put all, like I put all of you guys in the next step, like right there above, like you get, you guys, in my opinion, are the next guys because I was collecting wrestling cards, but I wasn't digging into the information. Like you guys were like, you guys were out there laying the groundwork for people like me to be able to reference the website and pricing and grading and all that stuff. So mm -hmm. Uh, this is, but what the people we're talking about today are um, kind of the movers and the shakers, so to mm -hmm. speak. Uh, do, do you have an impersonation for us today? We've kind of been on a roll for that. No, I got no impersonation for moving and shaking. Me. Gotta, well, uh, visually, I, I could probably do some like road dog stuff like that, you know, but. <laughs> no road dog impression? Road dog. Uh, no, I'm not doing any road dog. Okay. I don't All like right. being called out. It just comes, let it come organically, sir. Let well, we've got, a, we've got a whole show to go here. So who knows what's going to come out, right? who knows well let's start off with a recent guests that i have and tony if there's other names that pop up throughout this conversation that i don't mention or don't think of feel free to just jump in and mm -hmm. you know when the idea comes up because we want to give everybody credit that we can think of that we've had interaction with or people that we're seeing out there that are doing mm -hmm. things uh first one we just had him on uncle danny the new wrestling card king i mean <laughs> the the things that this guy was able to put together in such a short amount of time and you could okay you could say oh well this guy's rich he's just opened his checkbook guys you don't understand the stuff he's going after there the it's half that stuff's not out there it doesn't matter it's, how it's, much it's, money you have but it also it, yeah i mean it doesn't matter fine let's just say let's say he has uh a, a checkbook that doesn't end okay let's just say that he does um there's still homework involved, research involved, connections need to be made. Networking is, a, is crucial and important, not only in, in all walks of life, but especially in our hobby, because especially in our specific hobby, because of people holding on to things, it's about trying to yes. find those people and connecting those people and saying, hey, are you willing to trade? Are you willing to sell? I mean, this guy went out and just hit the ground, man, going out there in a short period of time and accomplished what he's done. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, and he's a great guy, too. I've dealt with him. He actually hooked me up with some autographed all-star cards that I needed for my set that I'm putting together of the signed versions. And this this is the type of guy who gets it. He knows what he has. It's valuable. He's not going to get rid of his stuff, but he had, if, if he has extras, 
and you're willing to pay for it. And he gave me a very reasonable deal on the stuff that I bought from him. And I was like, this is what the hobby needs. Like, you know, if, if you've got rare stuff, hang on to it, but you know, also be willing to let people like me or you, or, you know, what happens if somebody come along and they're 10 years old and all of a sudden they want to Hulk Hogan, 82 all-stars and they could trade a bunch of sports stuff they had or sell it off. Like, sure. It, it just takes movement. We've talked about that. Let's move yep. on. But again, yeah, check out uncle Danny on Twitter. That's where I think I see him most. He's on Instagram yeah. as well, but um, this next category I got three guys and I want to put all three of them in there. And, and like these guys may be the three that are really moving wrestling cards into a different direction. Drake Magruder, who we recently had on a round table episode. Yeah. Brett McGrath also been on a round table episode. Adam Gelman also been on a round table episode. These three guys are like, I'm almost speechless to say how much good they have done for the wrestling card space. I, I'll let, I gotta let you take it. I 100% agree, man. I, um, I was really, uh, we just, I just met Drake for the first time at a round table session we did recently, uh, which was great. Um, another amazing guy in this hobby, uh, just Brett, you know, with uh, stacking slabs, uh, was really honored to be on his uh, Instagram live, which I don't do that very often. So that was nice to be on and talking with him and just, uh, such a, such an, it's just an even kill guy who just like, just gets on there and just uh, spits out so much knowledge, man. Just like, it's just amazing to hear him just talk. I like not, that. not I, afraid to be different and being a beacon for bringing mainstream sports people into wrestling. I, I look at him with, you know, with the, get the hair and the beard. He's like my wrestling <laughs> card. Jesus, man. I was like, it's like, I'm just, uh, and then I, and Adam Gilman love that guy. I, I, he's one of my favorite guests to have on. Uh, I've interviewed him a few times when I have like a breaking news segment. I need to talk about this guy just seems to have, He's so dialed into everything. He just seems to have such a great sense of, of, of oversight to everything and, and so much knowledge that he provides from the years of his collecting that I think is important. Whether you, dis- whether you agree with him or disagree with him and certain practices, whether it become grading or this or that, and he could be very outspoken, but I like that outspokenness. because Me too. Kind of, these, these guys, like all three of these guys that you mentioned, Drake, Brett, and Adam, these three guys, couldn't be more different in their personalities and are exactly like anything that we get like in, in wrestling itself, mm-hmm. like the to- three totally different characters that maybe you don't like this guy and he shouldn't be going for the title, but you like this guy. He should be going. They're three totally different characters that bring all unique, different perspectives to the hobby. And I love how they've pushed modern wrestling to the forefront. Absolutely. You know, we've talked about this forever that people get sick of. Now I don't, but people get sick of seeing vintage and the same all-stars cards or the same, like, you know, action packed or 1990 classic or whatever it is. You just throw your old vintage card sets in there and people get tired of that. And we have a whole new crop of wrestling fans that are getting into wrestling cards from AEW upper deck release. We've got uh, wrestling fans that are kids that see packs of, yes, that's right. You can still actually buy packs and tops blasters of WWE product at Walmart. It's out there. So like there's a whole new crop of people getting into the hobby. And these three guys are like the perfect people to guide them into the right direction. And uh, before you say anything else about them, I do want to say, go back on the WTC YouTube channel. And I believe you have the audio up for it as well. If you want to check that out on the podcast, but you did the announcement where you had the massive round table and Brett and Adam were both on the same show. Yep. 
for those of you guys that know about the WWE Prism release that's coming out, you if you have to stop this podcast right now and come back and finish it, <laughs> go check out that video because if everything that you want to know about kind of what to expect with WWE Prism is in that episode. So make sure to check out that video or the audio. Those guys, just, they're so... They're so used to that particular product line that they know uh, uh, Panini so well. It, they, they brought so much insight to what to kind of expect. Now, what they're saying, they're not, it may not all be 100% truths like that, but these guys brought, dropped so much knowledge in what you could possibly expect, reasons why you expect that. Um, and it's all, it's all modern stuff too, by the way, which was, I was just so a happy breath of fresh all. air really it really right. was and so I, I i love talking to those guys anytime i love listening to those guys I, I don't listen to anywhere near what you listen to when it comes to podcasts like i i i made that kind of a resolution for 2022 and i'm doing it more i mean not very much but i'm doing it more now than i ever have before uh just a little drop it's here and there um but uh those guys drop so much knowledge like i just uh i love just hearing them talk i mean adam pretty much does a lot of just tweeting and so I've been talking and his website with the blog. Yeah. And the blog in which he, you know, he tweets, you know, links to his blogs, which I would recommend going back and reading all that stuff. Um, I've been talking to him about possibly being, uh, doing something under a new, mm, I'll, I'll talk to you about it off air. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, it's just, uh, these are three guys that, um, I think they're kind of the, some of the forefront when it comes to like heavy hitting modern era type uh wrestling collecting thought process what to look for being different uh yes. you know it's just it, just so much stuff that if you're new to our hobby or coming back to our hobby after many years of not being in our hobby uh these are three guys i think you should go listen to uh follow and uh, uh you, you will learn a lot from them yeah they're they're the prime example example poster child children i should say I can't speak English very well tonight. It's mm. late. I think I get a pass. Well, I guess it's normal time for me, but for, for, the, for the average normie, it's late. Um, like they are the prime example of some that they, they don't care about rookie cards. They don't care about what's hot. They don't care about what's cool. They don't care they, about grading. They don't care about, no, they're not necessarily, they're not they, concerned about that kind of stuff. They, they go with whatever they're, whatever they like, whatever their gut tells them. Uh, Brett's whole thing is go left when the market's going right. Mm-hmm. so and that's and then it's brilliant and then you've got adam who does not like he i don't know if he doesn't necessarily believe in grading but he definitely points out the flaws which are hard to argue against sometimes it really is so like that's the thing that i see a lot with wrestling cards is the, the like the community i guess you could say the collectors it seems like they're they they reach out to me and you which i hey there again there are no dumb questions like we're here to help any way we can but these guys don't need your justification. They go out and do what they want to do and they love it and they have fun. And that's, those are the people that I really look to. And I'm like, okay, these guys, like, I love the opinion, agree or disagree. I'm constantly just trying to be a sponge and learn from them. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, let's move on to the next one. Collecting with Caleb, Caleb Edkins, who. Dude, let- I freaking love what he's doing right now. Like, go ahead. I'm- just take it. I'm not a fan of a diehard collector of indie, indie cards, but this guy took a passion that he loves for indie cards, which is 
let's be all honest, like in the last couple of years, it's really taken on a whole different life of its own, really made people in our, in our hobby uh, have fun uh, looking for, you know, some of these oddball, obscure, uh, you know, cards that's out there. And there's so many people making them. This guy says, you know what? That's what I specialize in. I specialize in indie cards like that. I have a cool collection of things that I'm doing uh, and how I collected things. Uh, and now starting a YouTube channel talking about indie cards. I freaking love it. Like, I, I, it makes me where I can go and watch someone like him or listen to someone like him on his YouTube channel. And I'm learning new things about our hobby that uh, I never would have known before because he's gone out and done all the homeworks like that. It's like having like a whole WTC uh, indie, you know, section. It's like Good comparison. Pre presented by Caleb's like that because he's just, he's out there doing the homework. He's sharing his, his, uh, what he's learned. Um, it's just, it's just cool stuff. Like I'm not interested in collecting those things. I have no passion for going out and collecting those cards. It's just cool for me to see someone who does have that passion. Yeah, totally agree. And one of the biggest things that I have to say about him is he's one of the people that picked up the, the flag and say, Hey, I'll do it. When we were kind of putting out the call to action, we need more wrestling car content, whether 100%. that's yep. vintage, modern, indie, you know, just talking about your collection and not trying to, you know, put out anything else other than, Hey, these are the cards I like. Caleb's one of the first people I've seen that's actually been trying to do that on a consistent basis. So for, for that, you know, and, and combine that with indie, which there's not really a huge indie presence on social media or on any kind of content. And then all of a sudden Caleb's coming out. And like you said, he's like, this is his lane. This is what he's going to do. And since then I've seen more indie collectors. I've seen more people show interest and it's a, it's a different crowd. You know, I don't, they're not looking, they're, they're not like, I'll put myself in the category of looking at markets and pricing and, you know, shiny stuff and re really hard, hard, obscure vintage stuff they're kind of in their own thing that doesn't really fit in either one of those categories. And for that, I like totally respect them. I'm kind of like you. It's not, it's not something I do or buy, but I'm constantly interested. I'm always looking to see what's going on with that space. It keeps me on my toes. I feel like, I feel like a, uh, an older guy. Well, I am an older guy, but I feel <laughs> like, uh, you know, like, like the dad who ends up having, you know, his uh, young kids and their friends. And I'm kind of like, just kind of learning from them, like all the new, new music, because they bring all the new music to me and like, Oh yeah, I do like them. Oh, that's a cool thing. Like these guys, like the yeah. new guys who bring in like new stuff. Hey, this the, the limitless sets and the GCWs and all this stuff over here. It's like, I learn about stuff because I'm learning through them now. Same, except I, I kind of feel like the dad, but I don't have those new balance dad shoes. So I don't know <laughs> that I can officially do that or not. You don't need them. Trust me. I don't have them. <laughs> you okay. don't need them. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, let's move over to somebody who has, wow, um, seems to specialize in autographs. I'm not just talking about any autographs, rare autographs. On-card autographs, too. On-card autographs from sets. I mean, and this is, he's kind of in the Uncle Danny territory of, wow, going like the amount of stuff he's been able to put together such a short amount of time. Mr. Jamie Wallace, you've had him oh. on the, sh you've had him on a couple of your videos. I think you got another one coming up soon. Uh, I'll just give you the floor to talk yeah. about him. He's, he's amazing. Uh, what the stuff that he's accomplished in the short amount of time he's done has been incredible. I mean, and then you got to kind of have like the predecessor to that would be a, like a Wes Moore too, mm -hmm. because you got to, here's a guy who, you know, also collected and was uh, toward the tail end of his uh, journey of 
collecting all those WCW sets from 98, 99 from Tops. And then Jamie comes in like that and then did what Wes did in a, such a short amount of time and then made those connections. And it's, it's all about networking, man. It really is. Like, I wouldn't even be doing the show with you if we didn't network somehow because of, of, of you know, our uh, our YouTube channels kind of thing. And it's just all about networking. And and he, this guy goes out there and he's got the passion for it, loves to go out for the really hard to find on-card signatures, has probably one of the most impressive collections of on-card signatures now in wrestling cards that I've ever seen from anybody. I mean, Paul, Anon from the Price Guide, you know, he was a guy that I knew, him and Wes, like, okay, these guys are kind of like neck and neck when it comes like the full total card count in WCW autographs. Oh no, here comes Jamie goes, I'll see your <laughs> 104 and I'll raise you <laughs> another couple of cards. And it's like, this guy's, I mean, he has really uh, kind of shown uh, what you need to do to go out there when you're passionate about a yes. particular lane that you have uh, to go out there. And it, it's not just like, hey, here I have money. Because I don't, I don't, I don't know what I know what Jamie's financial situation is. I mean, I, but I know that he's got collections and he knows how to. You know what? I don't need these figures. I'm going to go ahead and sell my figures, which were a lot of money. Take the money that I make from that, put it into my cards. Okay, I've got extra of these cards. I mean, he's taking things that he's learned from like you and how you, you know, uh, uh, you know, level up, and then uh, and then you know, build that collection even more. It's like, like he just sold. You know, he just sold recently uh, that hardcore hack autograph card. Oh yeah. Why would you sell that? Not if you sure. have it part, if you have it part of your collection, why would you sell that all of a sudden after getting it? Have Something another one, maybe. That's what I'm thinking. It's just, mm. a, it's a, I'm just speculating. Like, who the hell does that? <laughs> who you, you have a car like a, a hardcore hack that you don't see very often, and now he's got potentially just speculating. He has two of them. <laughs> Come on, man. That's that's uh, that's some serious homework, man. And that my hats off to him. That goes back to the argument that people say about, you know, oh, well, these people that have these rare, obscure sets or these people that have these high end cards like that all they're just open and, you know, they have endless amounts of funds and all this stuff like who else is finding these sand, these hack cards? Nobody, yeah. like regardless of the amount of money, like you just it can't takes find work. Them. It takes yeah. work that what your rewards in this hobby are going to be equal to and sometimes greater to the amount of work yeah. that you put into it. Absolutely. hundred percent. I'm a poster child for that. Started with $15. You, you are absolutely 100% the poster child of that. All right. Last one on my list. And I'm sure I'm missing somebody. So again, if there's anybody, Tony, that you're thinking of that I haven't mentioned yet, as we close, we could not close without mentioning card foundation. I've, you know, a lot of people maybe do or don't like their style or, you know, think that maybe they talk a little bit too modern or talk about like the prospecting aspect. I've actually, hey, which, which I think is perfect for this time uh, this stage right now. So, Me too. I mean, uh, they, they were barking up the right tree from the beginning, man. Yep. And, and they, and they, and they work within their own wheelhouse. I mean, yes. they, they work with, they, they know where their strengths are. These guys don't collect vintage stuff. They don't collect, you know, 55, 56 Parkhurst cards. They don't collect, you know, the all-stars. They don't collect the 73, all, you know, all, they don't collect any of that kind of stuff really per se. They're, they're really into what they grew up with, which is, you know, something we've talked about in a round table session not too long ago, where we talked about things like what, what, what makes you want to collect certain things. Yeah. And that was, uh, you know, basically what you, you grew up with, what you are, what you connect of, with, like what you connect with. Yeah. And so these guys connect with, you know, modern product, uh, maybe some attitude era stuff. I'm not, 
you know, a little I, bit I've of indie to, stuff. Yeah, I, I've listened. To, I mean, I listened to most of their stuff. I also have a different business aspect of why I listen to them because they're promoting my top rope con. Everybody, September seventeenth, Tampa, Florida. Um, uh, so, um, you know, these guys, uh, they do their homework. They're very structured. I've always said time and time again about their show. They're very polished. You know, I make jokes that we don't have sound bites, this, that, and the other side. That's not our style really. It really no. isn't our thing. So, um, they do it, they do it very well. And I think they're really educating a lot of people. There's a lot of people who've joined their, their Patreon groups, their, their exclusive Facebook group. You have to be part of like that for their, uh, thing. I know that you and I got, got like a, yes. What do they call it? Like uh, we got an honorary doctrine to come. Yep. <laughs> to come we got their, the uh, good brother invite. A good, the good brother invite, which uh, is, so it's it's cool to see a lot of names that we don't normally see because uh, they're they're fans of their show, they're fans of their product, mm-hmm. and I I like what they bring to the table. I like that they um, uh, they share knowledge of what their knowledge is. You've got a Papa Bear out there who goes out and, you know, he's the, the greater kind of guy who knows all the aspects of grading for what he does. And then, uh, you know, Danny and John, it's like that, you know, uh, do a lot of speculations and stuff and figure out who's, you know, this, that, and the other. And um, I just think it's a well-run format and I like to see more people do that. I think Caleb's yeah. doing that for the indie thing. I think that Caleb's show that he does can grow uh, into something more than just, you know, here's my latest submissions, talk about this set. Um, I think he has, he's onto something really good. And I think that uh, there should be more card foundation type guys out there that doing some stuff. Like I don't ever looked at him. Like I know that you and I in the beginning talked about, I like, did we view them as competition? No, like, there's no competition here. I None. just view, I just viewed them as growing the hobby even more, which is what 100%. we even need more of. Like yeah. look how much sports card content there is out there or Pokemon content. Like, why sure. are we not seeing that with wrestling cards? Again, you guys listening to this, if you're interested, reach out to me and Tony, be happy to maybe give you an idea or how to start. It's like, where do I even start to make a podcast? We can't help you with everything, but we can maybe get you steered in the right direction where to so, start. So, so. With, with that being said, and I know I'll talk to you off air. I don't care. I want to talk about on air. So um, with that being said, I, I kind of like envision doing something a little bit different now with the WTC channel. Uh, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep kind of doing what I'm doing. But if you're interested in having a podcast, you don't know how to do it, or you don't know where, to, where you want to put it, uh, or you have like a section of things that you want to talk about. I'm thinking about doing like a WTC network where yeah, I have the, good idea. I have like, I'll change the channel. You guys put the content out. You want to edit your stuff. I will give you a channel with a built-in viewerships like that. We can put on there and I can create playlists for you. And I do send me the stuff. I'll put it on the playlist for you and we'll promote it together. It's an amazing idea. What a great way, way to grow and, and everything. I'll, I'll have everybody, you know, Caleb or all these guys, they all want to, you know, hey, let's put it under the banner so and put a wrestling all under kind of, you know, uh, one roof almost kind of thing where they want to have. I'm all for it. I don't care. You can have your own individual one. I'll, I will give you my comments, things like that. Zam will do the same thing. But if you want to be, uh, you know, just like, hey, I, I want to do something, but I'm not sure what it is. Maybe I'll do a couple things. I'll put it under my, under my channel for you. I don't care. It's content for you. It's content for me. It's content for collectors. So I don't care. Is there anybody that's come to your mind since we've been talking that we've left out? I know we've left out people that are very important, but. There's a um, lot of guys out yeah, there that are doing. There's just I mean, so many. I mean, lately I've been uh, talking with uh, with Frankie, Frankie Santos, yeah, like that. Yep. 
he's been incredible, helped me with some of this stuff when it comes to the Lucha Libre stuff. I just sent him an email uh, this, this evening. We're here re we're recording this evening. Um, I sent him an email uh, kind of detailing our structure, how we do checklists like that. So he's going to be helping provides like that. He's another guy out there who's just, I don't know how long he's been collecting. I want to talk to him, have him as a guest. I don't know how long he's been collecting, but he's super knowledgeable, super friendly, super giving to the hobby. I, I think that uh, there's a lot of guys like uh, Frankie's out there um, that are just giving to the hobby, giving more information to the hobbies like that, helping things out. I mean, Matt, Matt Delacus like that, another guy yeah. like that. Um, uh, Tony from, uh, uh, what, what was his? Uh, At Cardboard uh, Picker. Yes, another great guy. So I have, uh, I, have a, I have a great episode. I don't know when this episode is coming out, but I have a great episode with uh, those three guys talking about limitless cards. Um, it, it, you know, these guys are out there doing all the homework. They're uh, figuring this stuff out, making it so that, uh, you know, providing obviously for me, for WTC, giving information to give to the, to the to collectors. They're making it easier for collectors out there to understand what they have what they're looking for. And uh, they're showing some passion for some sections of the hobby that maybe people don't look at. It's like that. And I, I love that. I, I love, I love tweet wrestling. I love that guy yeah. over in the UK. So I, I think he's got a different perspective on stuff like that. Being he's a cool YouTube channel too. Again, putting yeah. out content, just different. Absolutely. Uh, where it's going to be stickers or, or cards like that. He puts out some great stuff out there all the time of, you know, stuff like there's mini versions of the classic cards. I didn't know that. Right. That's cool. There's just so many guys out there putting out content that are providing to the hobby. We've obviously got a lot of collectors out there. Uh, you know, Corey putting out his cool autograph sets. Yep. Um, uh, I, I love those card sets. I try to promote them as much as I can as well. And uh, there's so many guys who have a passion for the hobby that are just helping people understand things about this hobby, which is great. We live in a great time right now. I mean, 2022 now. Best year, like this, this is the launching point for wrestling cards, in my opinion. If, if by the end of 2022, wrestling cards are not up there with all these other ancillary F1 Pokemon, all that, I like, I don't know what it's going to take because, like, I've never seen the buzz. I've seen, I'm seeing new names come in. We've got the upper deck release, we've got the prism release. It's huge. I've, I've just never seen a buzz for wrestling cards. Finally, I've complained about it for all these past episodes and videos and stuff. We're yeah. finally seeing it. It's like when I, I, I did that interview for that, uh, that TV show for that card life TV mm -hmm. stuff that where they asked me, I like, and I talked about like the AEW thing. I said, I've never seen a buzz like this before for, for our hobby ever. Yeah. And, um, and I think it's it's been shown to be true because yep. we have a lot of new eyeballs coming in because the AD, but I, whether you like that product or not, I don't care if you're a WWE guy or this guy, it doesn't matter because in our hobby, it's all part of wrestling cards and that's brought new eyeballs into our hobby. Uh, and that's what Panini's going to be doing too with this Prism stuff. I call them the Prism boys. Those guys are going to be coming in here with whether, whether you like them because they're flippers or not, I don't care. It still puts a spotlight on our niche that's going to attract people, whether we have, if we have a hundred new people who are just, you know, are, are flippers and those flippers bring in, you know, a hundred different people for each one of those people, you know, and some of those people stick around because they're like, Hey, I like the old, this, this cool, like 98 superstars or the all-stars or the classic. That's just more people looking at our product and getting into the hobby, man. Yep. And the other thing is everything you just said, as, as far as somebody coming in and, looking for that information 
everybody we've talked about on this show, they can go straight to them. Oh, exactly. um, you know, um, Orange Cassidy, I heard he's got this independent card where he's actually one of, you know, it's, it's supposed to be in Chikara, but he's not really admitting it. Who's got that? Well, maybe Caleb has that because he's covering indie stuff. Uh, they got questions about rookie cards. Hey, Card Foundation covers that every single yep. week. Yep. Maybe the guy out there, I can't remember his name. Somebody's out there putting together a heck of a Tony Schiavone rainbow out of the AEW oh, yeah, set. Yeah. And maybe he's like, I want to go back and look some of the autos. Okay, well, Jamie Wallace can tell me, does he have an auto in the WCW set? I need to go to him. Maybe the Prism boys decide to stick around. They can go talk to Drake and Brett and Adam and understand kind of that more modern sports card feel of the shiny refractor parallel kind of stuff with WWE. So it's just, we've got such a good base going forward now. And I'm sure there's some people out there listening that are like, I talk to you every day and you didn't mention my name again. I apologize. It's just, when we got together, we were discussing like, who are the names we see constantly that are doing something different and pushing the wrestling card hobby forward. And well, it's people putting out content, people that are, um, and I, I, I mean, you can go to the contributors page for WTC. There's a whole link for contributors and I'm adding names to it all the time because uh, people who provide, I used to put people like, if you had like one little snippet of information about a particular thing, I put you on my contributors page. I really don't do that anymore now. So people on the contributors page are really those who are like, they do their homework. They're out there uh, trying to help the hobby. And if I wanted to give you a thank you to all those people, I mean, I, I couldn't name you all because uh, it's just there's so many people out there that are making WTC what it is. And we're really trying to be the one-stop place you go to when you want checklists, information, images. I mean, everything you want is like that. I mean, we're trying to make it, it's more than just providing information out there so you know what you have and what you're missing. It's helping like grading companies learn that yeah. oh, these are legit. I want to get these graded. Great. PSA recognizes because on WTC and these guys, these, this, this new era of people are out there doing this stuff by getting the new card sets, these new indie sets, these new, uh, all the new products that are coming out and are helping with all that information. So there's no way I could do what I do without these guys. And I, I thank all of them. Yeah. And it takes, it takes everybody to make this hobby work. It takes content creators. It takes flippers. It takes hoarders. It takes collectors who don't want to let go of anything like every single person and new, new collectors, kids coming in that don't know anything. Like all of this stuff is a cycle and it all works together. Despite a lot of people out there not liking certain segments, you got to understand it all works together and hopefully everybody we've named and ourselves can just continue pushing the hobby forward and, you know, having a good time doing it. So Tony, let everybody know where they can find you and anything else you got going on. Take a second to promote that convention that you're putting on. Oh yes. Uh, September 17th, Tampa, Florida, Florida state fairgrounds. Uh, you can go to topropecon.com. Um, announcing talent as much as we can. We've got some names. I don't know when this is coming out. This episode is coming out. We've got some names that, uh, we haven't announced yet that we've got locked in that I think people are going to be happy with. Um, it's my first venture into actually being a promoter of a convention. Now I've been doing booking for so many years that I'm kind of maybe going to get in the promoting business now a little bit and uh, got some good names. Uh, we're going to be featuring a lot of vendors selling everything from trading cards to action figures and, uh, and, and shirts and whatever. Uh, but my goal is to be more than just a typical wrestling convention. I don't want to be your normal convention. Yeah. We may, we may be that in the first year. I'm not going to say you're going to come in first year and say like all this, like, Oh yeah. my God, it's E3 CES. But my goal is to be there. My goal is to be like the national sports convention, but for, but for Rest- wrestling only. 
Right. I would love to have Upper Deck. Upper Deck, talking to you. Wink, wink. I love to have Upper Deck come and be a vendor at at, uh, at my show. I would love for uh, Ringside Collectibles. I would love for Mattel. I would love for uh, Pro Rest. You know, uh, T-shirt. Pro Wrestling Tees. Get yeah, Leaf I, there too. While you're at it. Leaf. I'd love to have yeah. any of those guys. All of you guys, you know, are welcome to be and come and 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 get a get a get a booth. Get two booths. Get four booths. Every booth at my show is an, a corner booth. Well, this so isn't every- breaking any news, but we should also promote that one of the new flag bearers of wrestling cards will be at your show that we talked about today. Car Look, Foundation. Who, oh, yes. Uh, it's not breaking news, but Car Foundation will be there. They've got a booth. Um, they're going to be doing a live podcast from there. Uh, they they have. That's all I know. I've, I opened the invitation to them. Uh, they jumped all over it. Uh, they're coming down. Uh, they got plans for things. I don't know what their plans are, but they, they are going to be at the uh, show to see it. I bet the show to see it. Um, but I, I, I have no doubt they're going to have some cool special things. They're going to bring some merch to sell, um, uh, and and help educate people. And I want to, I want them, I want them. I have a wrestling ring that's going to be there for the whole day. We're going to be doing our, all of our Q and A's inside the wrestling ring with, with talent. I want to section out a part of the day where I want the card foundation guys. I know Paula Nunn. Following up from the wrestling card price guide, he's a vendor. He's going to be there. Get everybody want, up there, Q and A for wrestling cards. Yeah, I want them all up there for Q and A for wrestling cards. There I we want go. Them all in the ring talking about it. That that'll be that'll be one section of the day where I will not be running around like a chicken with his head cut off doing something. Where I want to moderate. Is there yeah? <laughs> is there any way? Also, I just saw this. Is there any way we can get a video of that for the WTC YouTube page? One hundred percent. I plan on having a lot of video content being done. Uh, I know my wife's coming down like that. So I'm, I'm hoping she can record stuff for us, but you know, I'm going to run around and do the best I can, man. But um, I, I'm nervous because it's my first time doing it. There's a lot of money on the line here. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's, you know, it's a 55,000 square foot expo hall. We're going to hopefully pack that full of wrestling fans. I don't care if you're into t-shirts, action figures, programs, trading cards, whatever. It's like that. Uh, I, I love for you guys to come on down, check it out. Tickets are super cheap to get in. Like TopRopeCon.com? TopRopeCon.com. And of course, do you have it somewhere on WTC in case they I don't. You know what? It. It's a good idea. I don't because I know that WTC is a, air quotes, sponsor uh, to, for that. Uh, but I will. You know, it's a good idea. Uh, you're full of a lot of good ideas today. Man. I try. Um, um, you're done for the year. Um, I'm going to have to. I will put that up on the website. It's a good idea. I will cross promote and put... Um, uh, top rope on there. It's very smart. I'm going to have to hire you. I'll take payments. All right. I'll send you <laughs> coffee. <laughs> that, that works actually. That's right. Uh, and you can find everything I'm doing uh, at Zan morning on social platforms, wrestling. I almost said wrestling trading cards.com again. I'm uh, a little off tonight wrestling with cards on YouTube, wrestling with cards, the podcast, please subscribe to both of those. And I've got links to Patreon. I've got a lot of exclusive stuff on the Patreon page, some videos, um, a lot of uh, exclusive content and potential merchandise coming up that is going to be available, some only to patrons and some patrons first and then everyone else. Well, you'll see what I'm talking about later in that as that stuff comes out. Uh, But again, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, Check out my eBay store got all kinds of things 99 cents wrestling cards all the way up to like mid to high-end slabs if i got some sealed product all kinds of ways so again all of that stuff goes back to help contributing to the show 
Tony's got donation links as well. If you guys want to help contribute monetarily to WTC for oh, all, I do. I forgot all, about the, that. all the hours that go into the, I, I have to promote it for you because I use the checklist all the time um, uh, for I doing videos or grading I do want to say, I, I do think I, I uh, hopefully next time when we record, I'll have his name. One per gentleman actually sent a nice little uh, uh, donation to the site for, for the checklist like that, which I thought was very, very thoughtful and nice in him. Um, but I got shout out to the donation guy. Can't remember your yeah. name, but thank yeah. you. Yes. So first and only ever. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. If you did, please leave us a review on whatever popular podcast platform you're listening to this on. Subscribe, tell a friend about the show. Let's continue to grow the listener base and the community. We greatly appreciate your time. And until next week, see ya.